need to actually build a commercial wave farm, not with 8 or 10 floaters, but with 200 or 300 floaters, and prove that wave energy can become profitable. Welcome to the Port Excel podcast. In our fifth episode, we welcome Ina Braverman, CEO and co-founder of EcoWave Power. EcoWave Power is a wave energy company, originally from Israel, that recently moved its business to Sweden. The company participated in the Rotterdam Port Excel program in 2019. Please sit back and enjoy our conversation. Hi Sven, how are you doing? I'm fine, how are you? Great, thank you. Where are you calling from exactly? Israel. Israel, okay. So I'm, I'm in Belgium, I'm, I'm home actually, I'm working from home. It's raining here, I don't know if it's raining at your end. Super hot and super sunny. Ina, I will introduce myself a little bit before we start talking. Yeah, so my name is Sven Goivaerts. I'm the program manager of PortExcel Antwerp. Um, as you as you know, uh, PortExcel has been existing in Rotterdam since 2015. Um, but in Antwerp, we've been going now for our second year. Okay. And um, in Rotterdam, I, I have met Matthias on, uh, on several occasions. Um, and, um, and Matthias proposed to do the podcast first, but then we said like, well, maybe we need some, some female voices in the industry, right? Because otherwise we would have uh, all guys talking about uh, innovation and uh, that wouldn't be really, uh, really ideal. So thank you very much for taking the time to do this. I have a background in, in, in journalism. I've been a reporter beforehand, um, m- mainly in print media, but I'm kind of used to, uh, to do uh, interviews such as these, and I, I kind of like it. I kind of like it as well, you know, to, to, to have some people featured on the level of energy transition or especially in the maritime sphere, uh, making this more well-known to people also outside of, of the industry, right? But yeah, you're, you're, you're receiving a lot of publicity actually, so, so that's not really a problem in your case, I would say. Um, I've been browsing the websites where EcoWave Power, Power has been mentioned uh, lately and um, there's quite some publicity. Um, you, 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 they're calling you the queen of the waves. That's, that, 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 that's awesome, right? Um, yeah, although uh, I prefer to be a princess. <laughs> you prefer to be a princess, okay. And who who is who is the queen then? Do you do you have a a mother uh, to look up to? Definitely, oh, like all of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you are the CEO and the founder of this company, and and one of the first questions that popped to mind is, you know, what is the best part? for you about being an entrepreneur? I think that uh, in my type of industry, the best part of being an entrepreneur is that I really get to act uh, on fields that I'm passionate about. And uh, I really get to kind of feel that I'm making a change uh, in two teams that are very close to my heart, which one of them is, of course, renewable energy. And there is a growing awareness in the world of the importance of uh, renewable energy. And I'm glad to be kind of contributing my part 
to the fight against global warming and climate change. And the second uh, issue that I think that I contribute is, uh, uh, like you said a bit earlier, female entrepreneurship, because there's not enough women in science, technology, engineering, mathematics, and the other type of, types of kind of uh, male, traditionally male-dominated uh, industries. And I think that, uh, you know, me, when I was a young entrepreneur, I opened the company at 24, uh, at the age of 24, and when I saw uh, strong women in key positions in the energy industry, it always inspired me because it was very rare to see a woman in such position. So I hope that the progress that we are making with EcoWave Power uh, will inspire also the new generation of young women to join fields that were traditionally more, you know, uh, kind of ruled by men yeah 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 for sure um, um i've been i've been uh, scouting over the past few months for the antwerp track and i have to admit that i i didn't really uh, i had a long list of 120 companies maybe and there wasn't there wasn't a female founder among them so next next time i have to try how, harder you know to 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 look for them but it's still quite quite an issue um I don't think you need to work as hard. There are a lot of very talented uh, women. Uh, for some reason, some of them don't get acknowledged or, you know, you're not aware that they exist. But really, along my journey, I met many, many inspiring and strong women. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think it is the right thing that when making a podcast or an interview or a panel in a conference, there should always be an equality. Like you have two male speakers, there should be two female speakers. Yeah. And that way it kind of will um, go into the agenda. People will understand, okay, that's how it should be, that's how it's natural. I agree, I agree. So so I, I just asked you about the best part. Um, the other question you might ask is, what is your biggest challenge for the moment in, in making your company a success? I think the biggest challenge is uh, that we're at a very important moment for EcoWave Power because uh, so far we have successfully proven uh, the advantages of our technology. So uh, previous uh, wave energy competitors, which most of them went to the offshore, which means four or five kilometers into the sea, failed in four main challenges that uh, the wave energy field encountered, which was very high price of the system because when you're offshore, uh, you need ships, you need divers, you need underwater mooring and cables, and then the prices became become sky high. The second issue was the breakability and the reliability of such systems. Uh, when you are in the offshore, you have waves of 20 meters and even higher, and no man-made stationary equipment that is connected to the ocean floor can su survive such waves. Mm -hmm. uh, the third problem was no insurability. Insurance companies, when they saw the high prices, and the low reliability, they refuse to insure wave energy. And if you can't get insurance, it's very difficult to get funding. And the first problem was that environmentalists, which were supposed to be the greatest proponents and supporters for wave energy, were actually objecting it uh, because uh, it was creating a new presence on the ocean floor and changing the ecological balance. Yeah. So when we came into the market, we said, okay, we have to come up with a concept, with a technology that will make it different. So we were able to build a power station in Gibraltar, uh, as opposed to our competitors that built it for that built a small station for hundreds and millions of dollars. We built it for only four hundred and fifty thousand yeah. dollars. Uh, the reliability is very high because uh, we have a storm, patented storm protection mechanism. That when the waves are too 
high for the system to handle, the floaters automatically rise above the water level and stay in the upward position until the storm passes. Mm-hmm. It's also fully insurable because of the price and the reliability. And it's 100% environmentally friendly since we don't connect to the ocean floor at all and just connect to existent man-made structures. Mm-hmm. So we made all this progress and now kind of the spotlight is on the company to make the next step, which is not only proving the four difficulties of uh, that we solved the four difficulties of the industry, but now to reach the next step, which is commercialization of wave energy. We need to actually build a commercial wave farm, not with eight or ten floaters, but with 200 or 300 floaters, yeah. and prove that wave energy can generate significant amounts in large scale and that it can become profitable. So I think this is the biggest challenge because we were on a such a positive road until now and we definitely want to take it to the next level. Port Excel is the first world port and maritime accelerator for innovative startups and scale-ups that have the potential to disrupt the port and maritime industry. In the second part of our chat, we'll look at what 2020 has in store for EcoWave Power. Before Ina explains what she got out of the Port Excel program, we discuss the origins of her unique wave energy technology. Okay, uh, before we take it further to the to the potential projects you might have uh, in line for 2020, I wanted to, to maybe take it a step back uh, and, 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 and talk a bit about the origin of, of the ID for the technology, right? So, so making, making energy out of waves, uh, I, I, when I think of that, I think... Um, I think about windmills that people used in the past, right? These kind of uh, windmills on, on rivers. And that's kind of, that's like old fashioned, uh, like uh, streaming water power, so, uh, so to say. But for, for the development of this technology of yours, um, how did that come about exactly? Um, and, and I'm asking, did you have like a, a vision for an idea that you sketched out and then some people developed it or how did how did that come about exactly so i myself am not an engineer so i didn't sketch uh, anything but uh, uh, both uh, the founders of eco with power are myself and david lab who is a serial entrepreneur so uh, we both had the passion for wave energy and uh, we both had some we're both not coming from engineering background so we had some ideas and uh, how we basically executed it is uh, we made a competition between 300 engineers. We gave them our theoretical ideas. We told them, for example, it has to be cost efficient. It has to have uh, certain elements in it to withstand storm. Uh, like we told them what is our concept, what is our vision, what is our ideas. And then uh, out of the 300 uh, engineers, we chose a team of five to actually take it from a theoretical idea into a practical solution. Uh, so that's kind of the way that we did it. And sometimes I think that it's much better uh, to, you know, engineers, when they're involved in a project, they get really, really involved and they don't see so objectively, you know, they don't take the step to look from the outside. And because I think we were not coming from engineering background, but from more commercial background, we put a lot of emphasis on the price of the system, on uh, going fast to the market, testing it uh, promptly in uh, real conditions, which was very important for the development of the company. Yeah, yeah, and super interesting that you kind of 
crowdsourced the the engineering for 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 uh, the development of it um Com- yeah, I think it's one of the best things that we actually did because uh, also by doing it that, that way we met very creative engineers and also we saved a lot of costs. I'm I'm thinking that this this uh, this episode will probably air either still within 2019 but it could also uh, be uh, like early 2020. So so I'm 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 just uh, I've, I want to ask you how does 2020 look like for the moment? What what are the the, the projects that you have in line uh, for for uh, 2020? So EcoWave Power currently has a project pipeline of around 190 megawatts and growing. Uh, we always get new approach approaches and letters of intent from ports, from governments, from municipalities, from all over the world. Uh, which are interested in implementing uh, our technology in their breakwaters, in their piers, in their jetties. So uh, really the goal of the company is to start the execution of commercial scale projects and according to the financial ability of the company, we will decide exactly how many projects we can execute as a first step and then as the company grows, we will start executing more and more. So for us, 2020 looks very exciting. Cool, cool. Now, uh, maybe to, to, to ask you about PortXL, uh, what did you get out of your participation in PortXL? Uh, I think that a lot of things, actually, because um, we were very, you know, we have a very positive impression from the PortXL program. It's an amazing program, which really opens up uh, significant opportunities for companies in Europe. Uh, we were expecting, we, we participated in the Port Excel in the Netherlands, so we expected mostly to be introduced to, you know, companies from that region, but we even got introduced to an Italian port, the Port of Toronto, uh, which signed a letter of intent with us, and we're currently working uh, together and uh, with the marine engineering firm that uh, they introduced us uh, in order to move forward with the implementation of the project. Uh, we got introduced to amazing companies like Vanderbron, which is a utility that is buying uh, renewable energy uh, projects uh, from different renewable energy developers, and they offered to sign a 20 megawatt uh, PPA power purchase agreement with the company. Uh, we got introduced to very large scale uh, also um, uh, other companies like Vopac. Uh, which has presence in uh, all over the world, and we even met them again in a recent event in Singapore, and also discussing with them a demo or a pilot project together. So actually, the Port Excel experience for us was really, really good, and uh, I hope we could uh, show you a concrete results soon and make you proud. I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure that's that that's uh, that's going to happen, and uh, I'm happy to hear that that uh, you 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 took some uh, some something out of it, a lot of it actually, you know, in in partnering with uh, with Taranto. Yeah, I I haven't uh, I haven't been there yet, but I hope to make it there one day to the south part of Italy. Um, uh, now I was uh, I was talking earlier about your. Uh, the, the publicity around your company recently. In July, you had an IPO on the, the Swedish yep. Nasdaq, I believe. And mm-hmm. But what I really wanted to ask you something about, Ina, was the endorsement you got from the rapper Snoop Dogg. Uh, ah. <laughs> how, how did that, how yes, did that come about? I don't know. It was a nice surprise, actually. Uh, we actually got endorsement from Snoop Dogg and from also from Charlie Sheen. Uh, the actor from Two and a Half Men, uh, both of them 
really endorsed uh, the company, which was very nice. Uh, you know, for me, it was a very touching and exciting moment. And um, let's hope that more people that have you know big following, that have a big influence, uh, would support great causes such as renewable energy, such as climate change. And I think we're seeing a lot of uh, celebrities or influencers right now that are promoting these goals such as uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and some other actors that are really passionately fighting against climate change. Okay, okay. But you really had no idea how, how, we, how we got in contact with your company. It, it was a total surprise, really. Uh, for me, it was a surprise, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Funny. I'm, I'm just thinking uh, what we can do from the Belgian, Belgian side still, because um, I know that... Antwerp isn't really the best case, I think, to, to apply your technology to. We are quite inland uh, uh, based as a port, you know, for, uh, far along the river uh, inland. On the other hand, um, we, we have a port of Zeebrugge, which is, which is really on the, on the, on the coastal, coastal area. And uh, that, that, that could be a, a more interesting case. Um, but yeah, uh, I've noticed that that's one of your big projects is uh, located in in Gibraltar, right? Yes. Um, so so what's happening in Gibraltar? So in Gibraltar, we signed a PPA for a five megawatt power station with the government of Gibraltar and with Gib Electric. Uh, we have uh, constructed the first phase. The first phase is a uh, one hundred kilowatt and. Uh, the goal of the first phase was to prove that we can build cost efficiently, that we can connect to the grid, and uh, so on. And the next phase for us is to take it to the next level, which is expanding the power station to the full scale of 5 megawatts, which is up to 15% of uh, all the electricity needs of uh, Gibraltar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, cool. Is, is there maybe anything you would like to, to, to add, uh, some, some really exciting prospects you have uh, that you can talk about already? Um, listen, all the projects that we have are exciting. All the projects that we're making and planning are projects that are, projects that are really meant to make a difference. Uh, we are in a very excited path to commercialization of wave energy. Uh, there has been attempts for hundreds of years uh, to successfully construct wave energy, and unfortunately, the, most of the approaches that have been taken for that uh, cause uh, were uh, either too expensive or did not uh, last in stormy weather. Uh, and right now, we feel and we know that we're on the right path. So really, every step forward that we're making uh, makes an impact and is very exciting for us. And again, we hope to continue having uh, such success in the near future and in the distant future and see wave energy power station in any suitable port or breakwater all over the world. I wish you a lot of success, Ina. Uh, princess of the waves, thank you for taking time <laughs> for this conversation. Thank you. And, uh, and uh, we'll be in touch, okay? Thank you. Have a good day. Bye-bye. Bye. You too. Bye-bye. That concludes this month's episode. Check out ecowavepower.com for more info. Look for PortExcel on social media like LinkedIn, Twitter and Instagram or go straight to the website www.portexcel.org. Thanks so much for tuning in to the PortExcel podcast. Next episode will be coming up next month. We hope to see each other again next time.